Okay, before the episode starts, everyone, I have to let you know, for whatever bizarre reason, a significant chunk of this has made my voice sound like an evil supervillain. I have no idea what is happening right now. It is very strange, and I just didn't have time to re-record. So, enjoy what may be a somewhat traumatizing version of my voice, for at least a good portion. Thank you for joining me for quite excellent episode number 35. Today's poem is Jose Alvarez's Despecho Hour at the Casa Azul Restaurant Cantina, originally published in the December 2019 issue of Poetry Magazine, although I didn't actually come into it there. That's not where I found it. Uh, Alvarez is an author of Citizen Illegal, a poetry collection I borrowed from Reed teacher Terry DeBarger last year. And I've kind of thought of Alvarez off and on uh, since, and I finally found the opportunity to make use of one of his poems. Uh, so I actually found it on the Poetry uh, Magazine website. Alvarez also has a fantastic Ars Poetica poem. Uh, it's not this one. Uh, it's appropriately titled Ars Poetica, as they often are. Um, and I'm hoping that I'll manage to get to it later in the year. But before we get there... We need to explore last week's poem by Tom Wayman. Did I miss anything? I was eager to see how students responded to this poem, especially as it is one of the that Wayman himself finds um, challenging these days. He says he stopped giving it to his own students. There's a level of sarcasm in here, he said, uh, that made students defensive. And I think that makes sense, given that this is coming from a teacher. When students ask this title's question in real life, I think they generally do it without offense intended, but I think my students can also recognize that there is room for frustration on the part of a teacher. We are human people too, after all. Uh, and the, Because the question itself suggests the possibility that nothing happened in class. Nothing could have counted as anything, right? It's a possibility. The question isn't, what did I miss, after all? Let's get to the poem. Did I miss anything? Tom Wayman. Nothing. When we realized you weren't here, we sat with our hands folded on our desks in silence for the full two hours. Everything. I gave an exam worth 40% of the grade for this term and assigned some reading due today on which I'm about to hand out a quiz worth 50%. Nothing. None of the content of this course has value or meaning. Take as many days off as you like. Any activities we undertake as a class, I assure you, will not matter either to you or me and are without purpose. Everything. A few minutes after we began last time, a shaft of light suddenly descended and an angel or other heavenly being appeared and revealed to us what each woman or man must do to attain divine wisdom in this life and the hereafter. This is the last time this class will meet before we disperse to bring the good news to all people on earth. Nothing. When you are not present, how could something significant occur? Everything. 
contained in this classroom is a microcosm of human experience assembled for you to query and examine and ponder. This is not the only place such an opportunity has been gathered. But it was one place, and you weren't here. So to start with, one of the things that's most apparent in here is the tone. Now you catch that by the back and forth, and students noted that the tone is angry, it's sarcastic, it's humorous, it's got a emissive everything in there. Uh, one thing that surprised me in here, though, is that a number of students saw this reading as coming from the students, not the teacher. So there's a student perspective here in some of these readings. The student thinks that since the teacher isn't there, doing the work isn't mandatory. Students view the teacher as not really caring or valuing their education because they're perceiving these two perspectives of the teacher. Uh, some see it's more literal, that the student is responding to this question directly. So it's the student's voice that is sarcastic. That it's the student suggesting that there's no value or meaning uh, to the teacher. Um, and so if the teacher doesn't value it, why should it matter to us, the students? And along this line, students, uh, a couple of students suggested this is saying something about how we inflate things or we fail to think rationalize, uh, rationally, how we can get our ego in the way and it kind of blocks us from realizing opportunities that might have been missed. There's an arrogance on one side here and there's an anxiety on the other. They're both fighting to decide on how important it is to be present for school or to take a day off from school which is a totally unexpected uh, perspective that I think has a lot of merit. It is possible that these two perspectives of the teacher are imaginary even, right? It's the expectation a student might have in asking this question, which is wonderful. Uh, the structure gets a fair amount of discussion here. Um, one student said that there's a, a difference between reality and inner thoughts. That's our two nothings and anythings in there, right? So there's a secondary thought that comes in the second stanza that's indented as a way of showing how it's removed from the first one as a separate part, like in the back of their mind, which is a clever idea. And a student said this two-sidedness of the poem shows the teacher's perspective in disciplining the class and talking to the class on the importance of education, that simultaneously they're annoyed and sarcastic and they're thinking about the students in these complex ways. One student noted that there's like a, a kind of narcissism here, or at least perceived, I, I guess, narcissism here, as the student in, in asking this question seems to assume that nothing could have happened, potentially why they were away, as if the world arrives, uh, revolves around them, or at the very least, that a teacher perceives the students as seeing in this way. And that's a result of those two indent, those indented stanzas versus the left-aligned stanzas. One student suggested that these two different styles, the structure, is actually indicating a kind of balance where you have something on one side that is too far to the extreme in nothing, and you have something on the other side that's too far to the extreme in everything. And so there's actually kind of a middle ground that exists in the middle that's implied, but not really there, which I think makes a lot of sense. A student says that the only thing that remains constant throughout the poem is that the listener was not present. We never actually hear from them. 
so we can't actually know for sure what did happen which is fantastic like the structure of this poem the back and forth of this poem puts us in the position of the absent student themselves and not only that but we use a second person perspective here you 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 right we are literally that student unaware of what was missed unaware of the reality of the poem this is a a brilliant reading i think it's really clever now the teacher perspective i think is the more obvious one a student notes that this appears to be a teacher that's disappointed that a student has missed a day and is giving us a response to a commonly asked question and it's a juxtaposition between two different perceptions of that response right nothing nothing happened well how could it have happened everything happened how could you have been gone that kind of thing so the student is suggesting that there's there's is something important here right especially by the end of this poem where it says and you weren't here because there is a lot that you can miss although what is missed as we already said can never totally be known one student says one of these responses gives a sense that the teacher possibly viewed this absence as irritating which i think is a fair reading the response the teacher is giving is is kind of giving the student a hard time while the other one is maybe even more internal more extreme the irritation there is probably not going to come all the way out to the student because of how you have to present yourself as a teacher one side is persuading the student to believe that taking a day off won't matter and the other side is convincing them that it could change everything about them could fundamentally change their future not all of these were taken totally literally of course uh, some of this is internal some of this is external uh, once you notice that this teacher is frustrated uh, not just by the student's lack of effort but also the absurdity of them being a part of a class that they're not really taking seriously which the question seems to indicate and a few students noted this so this, this seems to have to do with a teacher being frustrated at students not taking the class and the work seriously so as a result the teacher is not only uh, the angry sarcastic humorous tone mentioned before but also there's like a sorrow in here especially in the final lines but the the wide divide between nothing and everything a student notes uh, is that the teacher knows obviously the importance of this course is blown out of proportion in their words but it's still a salient point it so matters that there were things that were missed and that student will always be missing them no matter how much information you give them to catch them up now in total there's a lot of interesting meaning that i think comes from this um some students noted that there's uh, a divine purpose for school and education. Uh, the poem sees it suggest that poem, that education is really important, while at the same time suggesting that it's not totally necessary in every single moment of the day. A student notes that there are experiences that you can have outside of a classroom in the larger world that are educating, that are important. So school is an important place it is one of many places where you can gain knowledge and you miss that knowledge when you aren't present but you can find knowledge elsewhere and there's also an important part of the audience the the student here somewhat ironically because uh, the classroom has meaning as a place of learning the classroom only has meaning if students show up 
the students stop arriving, the classroom loses its meaning, which I think is a clever observation. One student notes that the only parts of this poem that have any punctuation, really, is after the nothing and then after anything. This student says, I think this is trying to tell you that if someone thinks you didn't miss anything, that other people may think you missed the whole world. This is a matter of perception, right? The definite nature of the statement is actually kind of indefinite because it's all a matter of perspective. And then the student builds on that, saying these contradictions build up into sarcasm, and the author says none of this content has any value or meaning. Um, now, of course, they probably mean the opposite, that there is knowledge here. This is that verbal irony, that sarcasm showing up, which I think is a fantastic read. I think this all works really well. There is, there is one last uh, comment that I thought was interesting, and it applies both to the idea of this being a student perspective and being a teacher perspective. And that is that a student notes that the second perspective is a really sarcastic speaker. And it shows that high school can be exhausting and sometimes set unrealistic expectations. That is absolutely true. Um, trying to find a way to remedy that and work within those expectations is always hard. And I think what's interesting is that's true no matter which side you're on. Students are absolutely set to very high expectations and sometimes struggle to meet them. And teachers hopefully are trying to adapt those expectations to be more manageable, especially in a time like this, during this pandemic that we're experiencing right now. Um, those expectations, often set by themselves, by the way, exist for teachers as well. My expectations for my classroom, for my uh, teaching, are really high. And in this environment, I am struggling regularly to meet them. We are all in this together. And I think having these two perspectives that are a little bit internal, a little bit external, and a little bit hyperbolic as well, make us realize that there really has to be a middle ground. Now, our next poem is Despecho Hour at Casa Azul Restaurant Cantina by Jose Alvarez. I really, really enjoy this po poem. Um, I think there's something in it that might surprise my students uh, about the reason that I like it. And part of the reason I like it is that I don't get all of it. I don't speak Spanish at all. But this poem uses Spanish in its title, in a scattering of phrases, and in individual words. As a result, I read this poem as someone who can't fully understand. I read this poem as someone who is left out, which I think is entirely part of the poem. So for my students, if you know Spanish, congratulations, you have a secret path into this poem. But if you, like me, do not speak Spanish, you should consider why the poem seems to be creating an insider group and why it seems to want non-Spanish speakers like yourself, like myself, to be part of this outside group. Why does it matter to have something that you keep for yourself and your community, right? And so this is our secret passphrase for the week. It's outside. Be sure to use it in your responses. Another quick note. Um, do not look this poem up. Don't translate anything as you read it, especially for the first time. Being part of the inside or outside of this poem is important, and I want you to, your response to make meaning from what you have available. Listen to it. Read it multiple times, but don't go looking anywhere else for answers. 
you are all that's really needed here. Now, I will make one exception. If you have gone through it and you've thought about what it feels like to read this the first time on your own, I will let you at that time look up individual words and phrases, but only if that's going to be part of your response. If you're going to talk about how it feels to have to make sense of the information by translation, by looking things up, to feel like you're not part of something and have to work to be part of it, fantastic. You are the exception to this rule. You can look a couple things up, but you have to use it in that context, okay? Now, usually this is where I say, here is the poem and give you a reading, but I can't do that this week because I'm not part of the insider group of this poem because I have no connection to the voice and perspective this poem is portraying. I'm the wrong person to read this poem. I could, but I wouldn't do it justice. And more important, I wouldn't honor the poem, the poet, or the culture it presents here. So, to help me out, I've recruited a friend, Angela South, a student coordinator at Truckee Meadows Community College. Here's Angela South, reading the poem. Despacho Hour at the Casa Azul, Restaurante Cantina, by Jose Olivares, para Araceli. Despacho rhymes with espejo. Translation, my sibs could be my twins if they weren't so fails. Remix. If I weren't so ugly, I wouldn't look so much like me, said Manos. Let me try again. This one goes out to my fam, posted at the bar, pouring shots until the ceiling falls apart and reveals the moon. I'm sorry to break the news. You can sing all you want, comadre. You can get Chenta himself to sing on your behalf. She's gone. Translation. All that's left to do. Yorar, yorar. One more time for those who haven't caught on. It's that time of night where all you have is your biggest ache and all its nicknames. Our bartender's from Guatemala. He tells us Spanish is his second language. His first language is Exil. In the entire state of Iowa, how many people speak Exil? Question. Is the special the music he plays when he cleans the drunks up from the bar? And is the special what it sounds like when you cross one strange country just to land in another and discover all your words for love are strange and unfamiliar? Students, be sure to use the word outside or even outsider in your response. In addition to this word, you must also be sure that you are putting the title of the poem in quotation marks and using the forward slash in your quotes to show where line breaks are. If you quote parts of different stanzas, and there are three stanzas this week, you better use that double forward slash to show there was a stanza break there. The titles, quotation marks, and the breaks forward slashes are part of the scoring of this assignment, and I've included an attachment on the assignment to show you how to do this properly. And don't forget to use the speaker in your responses to refer to the Spanish-speaking voice of the poem. This voice might not be the poet, so using the speaker is a more accurate way to refer to the voice. You could also use the listener. Actually, you could use uh, the listener to refer to two listeners, the Spanish-speaking listener and the non-Spanish-speaking listener. You don't have to, but this is a top-level, professional, academic-type way to approach writing about poetry. Remember to complete your paragraph-length response by Wednesday, November 4th, and two replies to the responses of your peers by the Friday that ends of the week. Your paragraph-length response should include a tag and make a claim in the opening sentence or two, then support that claim with short quotations from the poem and commentary that explains how those quotations support your claim. Be sure to read the assignment instructions for full breakdown of the expectations. 
If you enjoy this podcast, have suggestions, or would like me to direct an eye toward a particular poem or poetic device, leave a comment on LeidenTeaches.com or on Twitter. I am at LeidenTeaches. The content of this podcast is used as a companion to class instructional activities and ownership of these texts remain with their stated authors. Thank you for joining me for episode 35 of this podcast. I hope that between now and the next time you hear from me, you discover and savor a few things that you yourself find quite Excellent.